to the PA High School Football Report. We are powered by Penn High and the Patriot News. It is another gloriously weird weather day here in the Susquehanna Valley. Uh, sunny, somewhere between 70 degrees and 9 degrees. Variable winds. Snow probably peaking around the corner. Welcome to Central PA. I'm Eric Kepler, and I want to welcome my Penn Life colleague, Dan Sostek, formerly of the Chambersburg Public Opinion, but we recognize talent, and we snatched him up for two first-round draft picks and cash. How are you, Dan? Uh, pretty good. Sounds like I went for about as much as Russell Wilson went for, so I'll, t- I'll, I'll take that. I'll take being a Russell Wilson-level evaluation. You went for way more than Russell Wilson. All right, we are we are obviously uh, handling this through a new platform, of course, but we, we sort of use these platforms for Penn Live meetings as well, like most people these days. But I, it's always curious because Dan and myself are always on these meetings wearing wool beanies from our homesteads. Uh, he does not have one on now, but it's the first time I've seen you without a beanie, probably yeah. in the last, I don't know, dozen or so meetings. So my question to you is, do you have heat there? Oh, yeah, I've got heat. I just may or may not have left my beanie in my car and was too lazy to get it this morning. So. <laughs> I have a vast collection. All right, Dan, we're short and sweet this week. I've heard everyone else's opinion on the Big 33 squad, which was unveiled March 1st. Now it's been out there for a while. So you're up. Give me your first impressions about the uh, PA team that was unveiled uh, last week and some of your thoughts on the on the squad as a whole. Well, my first impression is that <laughs> when you look at these, you always have to, at this point, and kind of how this stuff works, you always have to remember when you don't see a name that they probably are already enrolled in their um their college. And you see the biggest name in Pennsylvania miss, missing in Nick Singleton, and you remember, oh yeah, he's already at Penn State. And then you got uh, Bo Pabrilli, he's already at Penn State, those type of things. But it's still a pretty, pretty nice looking roster there. I mean, what I think is kind of cool about it is it really is spread out across the state. Flavors of talent from all over, from Central PA, from the Whippeal, from Philly area. It's definitely, it was a solid, fun year of high school football, and it's kind of reflected in, in this group. Yeah, we well, mentioned too, when I, when I obviously, when I released the rosters, is seven, it, it certainly helps, it, it seems this way, it certainly helps to be a Penn State recruit uh, when it comes yeah. to the Big 33. Obviously, there's a lot of, Big 33, of course, is picked by Coaches Association, over about a, it's about a three week session where about twenty coaches break off and they'll cover the defensive backs or they'll cover the linebackers, and those coaches will switch every year to kind of they get tapes and they basically rank these guys. Uh, I know wide receiver was probably the biggest crew this year. I think there were eighty three nominations for wide receiver, so those guys all get evaluated through their tape, and then they whittle it down and basically create a the hierarchy of one through 83. And then that's the way basically the teams are picked. But we did mention the seven Penn State signees. You already mentioned Bro Pabrula, obviously at Penn State, the quarterback from Central York, already enrolled. Nick Singleton, the running back from Governor Miffley, already enrolled. Uh, these are the seven guys from Penn State. Wide receiver Anthony Ivey from Manheim Township. Offensive lineman Drew Shelton from Downingtown West. Defensive end Keon Wiley from Imhotep Charter. Outside linebackers, Abdul Carter from LaSalle College High School. Uh, another linebacker, Ken Talley from Northeast. Makai Flowers from Central Dolphin East, defensive back. And long snapper, Blaze Sokash Minnick from Wyoming area. Those are the seven guys headed to Penn State, all on the PA roster. Which one of those guys, Dan, sort of are, are you looking forward to seeing? And we'll, and we'll we'll talk a little bit more about the defensive side, because I, I, obviously that's a, that's been a strength of Pennsylvania for the last couple of years. 
and it will be again this year. But what's one of those seven guys to do you feel could maybe make the earliest impact at the next level? It's Penn State, and with their track record, I'm going to go Keon Wiley. I'm getting to see him play at the state championships this year. He does not look like a defensive end yet. He looks like a wide receiver, which I think is an exciting thing because, I mean, he looked like it both in terms of visually and how he moves. And I think that's super exciting considering how Penn State has used defensive ends and developed defensive ends over the years. I mean, you look at Adafi Owe, Micah Parsons, those type of guys are athletic freaks. I think he's going to be another one of those guys that I, I asked him about it. He said he was going to, one of his biggest goals was putting on more weight, trying to, you know, get to that college level body. And I think once he puts on that weight, he's going to be a problem from Emotep Charter. He's he's definitely the guy that um kind of sticks out to me. You know, I'll go with a, a local guy too. Makai Flowers has all the talent in the world. His one year at CD East this year was kind of a big part in turning that program around. Um, I think he's going to be a guy that's, uh, if he sees the field early, he's going to be, he's going to have some flashes. It was interesting. I said, I talked to Makai a little bit about Penn State at the unveil last week. I said, well, how are you hamper? You know, you keep, you keep hammering James Franklin, uh, you know, maybe let you return a couple punts, you know, maybe get your, get your hands on the ball. Cause it does, it does feel like, uh, you know, it's still not, you know, hundred percent that Makai will, will be a defensive back or, you know, for Penn yeah. State, but, it seems very likely that that's where his future is as a safety at some point. So, but he's like, yeah, I keep working on him. I keep telling, you know, keep asking about him, but yeah, you're right, Dan. If you talk about an NCAA guy being ready now, I think you go with Carter at Alphonse line. I mean, you know, being big, already a big frame, 235 pounds, but you're right about Wiley. And I talked a lot about Wiley late in the season when we were talking recruiting uh, just his versatility and what he brings. And, and I, I, man, I'm telling you, if he does pack on those pounds, that's <laughs> a freak athlete right there. And he, he's a guy that you can use in so many ways on defense and he would have no problem walking up and causing chaos. So yeah, he's a guy I really want to see at the next level, but all these guys, obviously tremendous athletes in, in their own, at their own positions. And it's been it's been fun watching a lot of these guys for the last four years. So, all right, so let's start on the defensive side for Team PA. And we're going to start there mainly because Maryland hasn't scored a touchdown in this festival for the past three games, even though they did win that 9-6 scuffle in 2018. Five field goals, of course. Give me three guys that you're looking forward to watching on PA's defense. I'll start with the guy who's heading down to Texas, uh, Eni White. It's kind of crazy that him and Keon Wiley were on the same defensive line. I, the, Seems kind of unfair, but he's another one of those guys at Emotep that is just an athletic freak. Like a, there's so much talent there. You can just see on the film sometimes that it just explodes off the screen. He's he is an unbelievable talent at defensive end. Beyond him, we kind of uh, mentioned it a little earlier, but uh, Ken Talley's another Penn State commit that's been pretty impressive for Northeast down at linebacker. He's just a pure linebacker. He he um, goes for the ball. And he is, he's always around the football. Um, so I'm excited to see him. And third guy that I've, I've heard a little bit about that I've heard about for a while, and he's had to, um, a kind of an interesting program from his Patrick body from gateway. I've heard a lot of uh, good things about uh body from uh, the Whippeal. I mean, he's just a big physical safety that's, you know, can play kind of all over the field. And uh, I think those three guys are kind of what stick out to me, but I'm sure Sure, looking at the list, you know, it's hard to kind of narrow it down. 
Yeah, it is. It absolutely is. I, I'm with you on White. I, I mean, when you ever get a chance to kind of see a player like that, we did get a chance to see him in December. Another couple of guys that I'm looking for, guys that enroll early, Sean Fitzsimmons, obviously from Central Valley, who was enrolled early at Pitt. So I'm looking sort of in the trench. Got Dylan Jones from Bishop Shanahan. We got our early, so I got a chance to see him. We did at Coatesville there against Bishop McDevitt, which was interesting. He's and and I always look for these guys too that maybe are not going to a Penn State or a Wisconsin or an Iowa or whatever or Texas A&M like White. This is a proving ground for them a little bit. He's a Central Connecticut State recruit, which I think might be the first big 33 guy that that I've seen at least in my time. Um, which is way too many years, but that's a central Connecticut state recruit to be on the big 33. And the other guy is uh, Cade Yacomelli, who's who joins that unbelievable linebacking core. I think most people know Cade is just an unbelievable playmaker on offense for Penn Trafford. He's a Wisconsin recruit, but he's sitting there at outside linebacker too for PA. So he's another guy that, that I'm really looking forward to seeing one more time. All right, let's flip over Dan and let's, uh, let's talk offense. Three guys that you're going to spy early in this game. Guess uh, kind of got to start with uh, you know some of the weapons, and I'll start with Alec Texa from uh, Mount Lebanon. He's Mount Lebanon had an unreal season this year, winning the state title. Texa was a huge reason why. He's just a really dynamic running back that can kind of do it all. Fun guy to watch. I'm looking forward to him to seeing him play. Then um, Anthony Ivy's a guy that from Mannheim. He's just a burner. He's so fast and. That this is the environment where you love seeing guys like that. You like seeing those matchups, right? Because you see them. You see a guy like Anthony Ivy going against you know high school level competition most of the year. Then you want to see what that speed looks like when you're going up against top cornerbacks uh, from you know Maryland and whatnot. Those are two guys that I was I was looking at. And then on the offensive line, uh, just excited to see you know some hogs get at it. It's going to see Drew Shelton, the Penn State commit. Uh, see what he looks like him and him and Ryan Brubaker, but I'll, I'll go with um, I'll go with Shelton uh, just to make Brian Linder a little happy and shout out a big guy. Listen, listen, this is what makes you good. Okay, is the fact that you mentioned when I said offense, you went down to the trenches and named a couple <laughs> big guys. No yeah. one, no one would have went that route. So I appreciate what you just did there. Absolutely, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna continue this. Uh, for me, it's the kicker, Nathan Kirkwood from Greencastle Antrim. Look, obviously the kickers, punters, and long snappers have a competition. It takes place at Spokane Nook where these guys are evaluated and selected. Kirkwood was a second-team all-star pick in the Colonial Division. So to come from that and do as well as he did in the competition to be selected, hats off to him. We know he has a big leg, lots of touchbacks on the season. I'm not sure he had a great percentage field goal-wise, Dan, uh, this year. But um, but again, to come out of that competition where there's, you know, you, you're kicking against 35, 40 guys. So that's pretty impressive. So congrats to Nathan Kirkwood. We're looking forward to telling his story um, as we get close to this. Another guy's a tight end, Aiden Mack from Wyoming Missing. Uh, he's a Richmond recruit. I got a chance to see Aiden play a, a bunch of times over the last couple of seasons. And again, it's for the same reason. These guys that play at smaller schools too, why I'm missing being a 3A school, when they get to this sort of level and play here, you know, they belong. You know, the, this is a guy who belongs in with this group. And a lot of people may not see that from the outside. Again, until we talked about the Penn, the power of being a Penn State recruit to sort of get named for the Big 33. But Aiden Max, a guy who's a tremendous athlete, 
and he'll be an asset in this offense too. Uh, the other one is Ethan Kohler, the quarterback from Perkyoma Valley. This kid had a great career. He's going to Westchester to play. He's big. He's strong. He's a dual threat guy. I think he's right around 6,600 pass career passing yards, something like 70 touchdowns. And he's a guy that most people in the area haven't seen. It'll be interesting to watch what, what Ethan can do as well. There's always a uh, a small smattering of snubbery talk, if you will, once we get to the unveil. Two offensive guys, at least for me, that I thought would get, if not appointments to the Big 33, appointments to the to the East-West games, uh, the big school. Two running backs from, from the local area. And that's Jaheim White at York High. Tremendous, tremendous athlete. He's been the, basically the pulse of that program for a couple years. And the other one is running back uh, Jaden Jones from Wilson, who's been the same for, for Doug Doms there and the Bulldogs for a couple of years too. Now, the two guys that were named, Ridley's Tahir Mills and North Penn's Kalani Eaton, uh, they took the big the East-West big school spots. Uh, you can't really argue against those two either. But but just two of those guys that I thought would be in the mix for, for some type of appointment. And again, we don't know the reason. Uh, we don't know if it, if it is just Italian evaluation thing. They might not be available. They might be, you know, I don't know. I mean, we, we've had guys that were touring Italy, you know, that week. So they had to say no. You know, so there's all types of, of reasons that it could be. But those were two guys that I sort of singled out. Anybody on your end that you think not got snubbed, but maybe just didn't reach the point where you thought they might they might fall? And again, we don't know the reason for it. I'm going to go with two guys that are both playing basketball in the state playoffs right now from Central PA. I'm going to go, the first is Anthony Smith from Shippensburg, defensive end, uh, committed to the University of Minnesota, named the East-West game, uh, 6'8", defensive end, uh, super talented. Um, could just be, you know, like you said, a scheduling thing or something like that. Uh, but I was surprised not to see his name here. He's been a four-year player for that program and you know, that wins a lot of football games. So, And then the other one, just, you know, just another local kid that's going to a pretty good program at Old Dominion is Tajay Brody, another big guy that really had a really had a good year. And by the end of the year, he's doing it on both sides of the ball. But he's going to probably be a defensive end at the next level. Uh, super disruptive, really hard to block. Um, but again, those are two defensive ends. You can only have so many defensive ends on a roster, so you don't know. But those are two guys that, at least from our area, I thought had at least arguments. I would say Anthony Smith had a very strong argument, and I I thought Tajay Brody had a decent one as well. Yeah, there certainly was some backlash uh, concerning Smith, who, like you said, is a tremendous athlete. And and at the end of, you know, if it would have been a year, guy said, well, I think getting an East-West spot would have been good for him. But he did turn in an unbelievable senior year after he was committed when he's, you know, he doesn't know the word coast, but you know what I'm saying, where you, where you sort of yeah. could take some plays off. He never takes a play off. You see that, obviously, on the basketball court. We, we've been lucky to see him a bunch of times playing hoops. He's a tremendous athlete and, and a good all-around guy. Uh, which is yeah. which is obviously what you look for. So, all right, Dan, well, we went over the roster. The last piece of news, uh, this is just for you because I know you're a Pitt grad. The honorary chairman this year, Henry Hynoski. What do you think of that? <laughs> well, uh, you know, Henry Henry Hynoski was a little bit before my time, but uh, obviously I know, very, I know well of him. He's not many more University of Pittsburgh players than Henry Hynoski, than a big, a big bruising fullback that's just going to, Take your 
Take your head off. I think he also appeared on an episode of Chopped, if I remember correctly. So he's a <laughs> he's a man of many talents. That is an exciting one. Anyone anyone who knows um, the type of fullback Henry Hynoski was, uh, you don't often say fullbacks are fun to watch, but he's fun to watch because he would he would just take he'd take guys' heads off. So that that's a that's a pretty solid pick. I know the the big thirty three pick guy I always think of is Tyler Boyd and uh, the performance he's put together in his big thirty three, but. Yeah, that's a that's a good one as well. Yeah, Boyd Boyd was the greatest uh, human performance in the Big Thirty Three ever. That game was ridiculous. I think he made he made like four diving catches, and I'm talking diving when you're absolutely horizontal in that yeah. game, and just ran by everybody. He scored in three or four different ways. It was ridiculous. I got a chance to actually sit down. It was when Fleming uh, for Southern Columbia. He's now at Ohio State, obviously. His June, going into his junior year, I actually went up to the District 4 Media Day uh, and had a, had a, probably a 20-minute sit-down with Hynoski. I remember looking at him, you know, you're interviewing, obviously, you make eye contact. But I, I probably made eye contact for maybe a minute of that with him because I was staring at a Super Bowl ring the entire time <laughs> that he had on. And it was and, – and obviously – He's is he's smaller now, obviously. Yeah, but he still looked like he could rip your head off. <laughs> and I think that's a fullback thing. I think is. fullbacks are all going to look like that for their entire lives. <laughs> it is, but he was a great guy. He was trying, you know, res- trying to resurrect Smoke in high school at the time. He just got named head coach. Um, but yeah, it was fun. It was it was a great it was a great chat with him, and I, I certainly appreciated the time that he that he gave me. Um, you know, being a foreigner from from that from the big city of Harrisburg coming up there, you know, coming up there. But yeah, it, it was fun to say. So, all right, man. Well, that'll do it for this edition of uh, PI High School Football Port. Uh, thanks to my colleague, Dan. Dan, I appreciate your time. Yeah, it was fun. Uh, looking forward to seeing how much of our uh, analysis actually makes any sense when the game. Exactly. Memorial Day weekend, yeah. both East-West games, big school and small school. Originally, the big school was scheduled for noon. They have flipped times now. Uh, small school will play at noon at uh, Bishop McDevitt's Rocco Ortensio Stadium. Big school will be at 6.30 p.m. that Sunday. And then Monday, of course, at 2 p.m. is the Big 33. Monday, Memorial Day. Uh, and then we will be we'll be there, of course, all week probably to, to bring you some feature stories and, uh, and all of the action. All episodes of the PA High School Football Report can be found at Spotify, ACAST, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you download those things. That'll do it. Uh, Come back next week. We'll talk more football. Take care.